Welcome to Route 31 Credit Union's business podcast, The Extra Mile. My name is Nick Green. I am the host of the podcast. I sit down with some of West Michigan's business owners, explore the ins and the outs, the ups and downs, and more of what makes them tick. Today, I am joined by Dan Morse from DL Morse Property Developers. Dan, thank you so much for being here. I know you're a busy guy, and for you to take this time out of your day for me and the podcast and the credit union, uh, we really, really appreciate that. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate being here yeah. for sure. Awesome. And Lisa, thank you as well. I know you can't see it in the back there, but she's here uh, supporting Dan as well. So thank you as well, Lisa. So, All righty. So let's talk about you, Dan. Um, where did you grow up? How did this whole thing kind of uh, start? Well, I grew up uh, north Muskegon area. Okay. Um, actually, north of the expressway interchange on M120. I was out near the Twin Lake area. Okay. Uh, farm boy. Um, What'd you guys find? Went farm? to school at Reese Puffer. Reese Puffer, Reese Rocket. Puffer Go Rockets. Rockets. That's right. <laughs> nice. Um, we had cattle, small farm. My dad was a factory uh, worker and uh, a farmer. So I learned how to do chores very early in yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah. 5 a.m. wake times, probably yes, earlier sometimes, it, it huh? It was, yeah. 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 Great. For sure. So what, what kind of influenced your entrepreneurial journey? Just uh, seeing, being on the farm and working that, like what, what triggered the, uh, going no, into actually, um, I worked for some uncles that were involved in construction, uh, at a very young age, um, mm -hmm. 16, 17 years old. Um, then I ended up, uh, Becoming a manager of a grocery store, believe it or not. Okay. That actually sat out in front of Myers in North Muskegon years ago. And so my 11th and 12th grade uh, high school years, I was an assistant manager. And uh, decided uh, after I graduated that I wasn't going to stay with that. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to college. Not being a very good high school student, <laughs> I also wasn't a very good college student. So School's not for everyone. I spent a I year it. in college and then decided that that's not what I wanted. Yeah. So being that I had uh, gotten married right out of high school and had a child and, and was going to school for a bit or college for a bit, I needed to do something to earn some income, obviously. Yeah. Uh, no school loans or anything like that at that time. Uh, so I just started a business in my basement, building cabinets. Building cabinets. Building cabinets. Kitchen cabinets, whatever. Um, more uh, like uh, home entertainment centers and things like that to help me get through school. And eventually I decided that uh, I wasn't going to make it in college. I spent a year in college. Uh Decided that I was not going to do that, so yeah. ended up uh, moving out of my basement into my garage and started building kitchen cabinets. Okay. So. Um, a little bit more intricate on the kitchen side, or is yeah, it pretty, pretty we, same with the entertainment we, center? We were doing, um, I actually became a partner with my brother. Okay. And uh, the two of us, uh, for about. Five years worked out of my garage, built cabinets for homes and businesses and different places around the Muskegon area. 
Yeah. And you were still in North Muskegon at that time? Working Actually, out I was in Twin Lake. Twin Lake. Okay. Twin Lake area, small town. Yeah. Um, it's a nice area. It is. Yeah. It is. Loved it. So born here, stayed here, and still here. That's right. That's great. Awesome. Can you uh, kind of pivoting into some process of turning in your idea into a viable business model? Uh, you said you started with entertainment centers, kind of went in the kitchen cabinets. And I mean, now you do some some major things in the, in the Muskegon County area. Right. So how did well, it kind of progress into that? Long, Just got really good at what you do? Long, <laughs> no, long, long story that uh, wouldn't be able to spend time talking about all yeah. of it. But uh, we, we grew from the kitchen cabinets. We started actually building houses. Um, ended up putting up a cabinet shop. And a facility on Holton Road, uh, just north of uh, the expressway interchange there. And we kind of grew just because of the exposure that that we had then. But uh, we built a number of houses in the area in the 1970s, 1980s uh, time frame. Um, and, and got known for our for that, for specialty housing, for for specs, uh, specs and custom housing. Okay. So um, had a lot of fun doing that. Really enjoyed it. Learned a lot. I always told my brother I'd never want to go back to one of the first jobs that we did because <laughs> it was interesting that people would pay us to to learn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you make it. Yeah. That's how you get That's what through. we're doing on this podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So um, then because of a misfortune on a business venture I was in, I ended up uh, switching over to commercial. Okay. My brother and I split up at that time, and I decided that I was going to try something different and because, and it was involved travel. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of locked up with uh, Horizon Group Development, uh, which was a mall developer in Muskegon. Okay. Uh, it sounds I, familiar. Yeah. They, they, they did Lakeshore Marketplace and other malls around the country. Actually, I worked hard to get involved with them. I uh, pestered them until they allowed me to build them a print cabinet in their offices on, at... Uh, I'm trying to remember, it was uh, Waterfront Center at okay. that time. Now it's for Connells. Yeah. So their offices were there, but they were developing around the country. So I wanted part of that and uh, ended up getting building their print cabinet, and then they gave me a job in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And uh, so I took a crew of guys over to Oshkosh. We built a Northwest Fabric Store in Oshkosh. And uh, it took off from there. So probably over, uh, that was back in 1990, um, we grew the business to where we were doing 100 to 120 stores a year. Holy smokes. Around the country. We've worked in every state union. Yeah. Uh, and we, we still to this day go outside this area, although we've corralled it now and brought our business back heavy in mis heavier in Muskegon than what it was for many years. So Yeah. So hundred and twenty yeah. 
commercial buildings a year. That's yeah. malls, food yes. chains, etc. Right. We were doing uh, mall interiors and out out parcels such as restaurants and things like that. Um, I think one year we did eleven city banks in Dallas, Texas. And That's cranking. Uh, one year we did a hundred about a hundred famous footwear stores around the country. So yeah, we were we were shaking and baking at that <laughs> yeah. time, so to speak. How many going back to the residential home, how many homes have you built in Muskegon County, do you think? In the seventies and eighties you said? Well, between actual ground ups and remodels, because we did a lot of remodel work okay. also. Um, maybe fifty. Okay. So a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. For being yeah. new guys. Yeah. Yeah. The small awesome. guy in town, so to speak. Yeah. So 120, 150 out parcels, malls, et cetera, interiors, commercial buildings. You guys obviously do some really cool projects. How did you identify that uh, kind of niche or gap in the market there? Well, you just passed, our, you said you niche, passed them. So <laughs> what, what I began to realize is that I didn't want to be big, uh, a huge company. Um, but yet I, I wanted to be big enough that people recognized us. Yeah. I wanted to um, be small enough to be what I call adaptable. Mm-hmm. As what we used to say, we would ride the wave. Uh, seasonality, number one, and then uh, stores or different ventures come and go. We would ride the wave and do what we could for them at that time. And then as they fell by the wayside... We wanted to be small enough to be able to adapt to go to the next season, so to speak. Where if you're too large of a company, I felt that uh, it was too easy to go down and <laughs> fall, so to speak, or yeah. or uh, uh, too too much uh, equipment and that kind of stuff. We we wanted to be lean and mean, and there you uh, go. and as we worked around the country, we began to realize that uh, being in the retail industry is very time sensitive. So uh, we were always told when we could start a project and when when it had to be done. So we, we couldn't let a project linger out. So that became a, a niche of ours to get projects done uh, lean and mean and fast. Yeah. Um, we used to do all the... Uh, Wolverine worldwide stuff around the country. And we ended up taking jobs that most contractors would take uh, six to eight weeks to complete. We would put in 10 to 12 days um, so that our customer, when they moved out of a space to be remodeled, didn't have to lose their clientele because they, they saw that clientele kept coming back about every three to four weeks. Right. And so we got them in and out of their store and back in again, uh, fully up and operating in 10 to 12 days. As so opposed that to became, the four to six weeks. As that opposed usually was, to the four to six weeks. Wow. Yeah. So lean and mean, how many, how many crew members was that? Well, we would take uh, people actually from Muskegon with us, um, four to five guys. Um, and then, of course, we would hire subs. Okay. In the given areas we were working in, yeah. Um, but uh, that's how we got to be known out in that marketplace. Uh, 
We work for customers like London Fog, Gap, those types of customers, Home Goods. And, home Goods. Yeah, right. Home Goods. My wife loves that store. Yeah, a I lot think, of people I, do. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people do. <laughs> your, pro- your wife probably likes Pinterest, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not as much anymore. The honey-do <laughs> list has uh, become a lot shorter, which is <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, some key challenges. Uh, I imagine COVID uh, kind of slowed everything down for you. Being lean and mean, um, you know, saying you don't want to be so large, uh, it sounds like you were able to pivot and adapt. So can you walk us through kind of how, how that went for you and your company during COVID? Uh, my father-in-law built residential, and, and he slowed down quite drastically. So what were some things that you did to adapt to that and be and pivot? Well, for one, our, we're versi- we were very versatile. We could do everything from a house to a store to an office building, things like that. So one of the projects that we had was a chiropractor's office uh, and facility that uh, he remained open, and we had just started that project. So we were able to carry through uh, that project and finish. But another one, we, we've also touched along the way uh, many medical type projects. So we happen to be working or just getting involved in a nursing home project up in Ludington at that time. It was a pretty good sized project. So we ended up being able to keep going on that because that was one of the yeah. areas that we you're able to stay open. Obviously nursing homes aren't going to right. shut down just because of COVID. Yeah, no, that's the restrictions were smart. heavy. Yeah, um, because of your, we were around a lot of people that were very vulnerable to the COVID, um, and uh, but we were able to work that project, and we had a few shutdown times because of some of different people getting sick and stuff. But uh, yeah, it all it all worked worked out. Yeah, yeah. And again, we were small enough. We had a church going that we uh, we were able to stay they working on because we, we weren't around a lot of people and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, and we're, again, I think the size allowed us to do that where a, a large company would have had a lot more trouble. Yeah. No, that was really, that's really smart. Cause you, you looked at what was happening during the pandemic and said, oh, well, healthcare is going to stay open. Right. And exactly. You already had some things started and exactly. maybe you just moved them up or however, I'm not sure how the, the we pushed that on worked. Them. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's genius. I mean, you you identified the identified the the niche in the market at that time in in the pandemic and adapted to that. Yeah, so that's awesome. And of course, nobody knew how long it was going to last, so yeah. it just worked out for us as a company yeah. very well. That's great. I'm glad it did. So, a uh, lot of projects. Can you give me top two favorite? If you have any. Oh, yeah. Um, the most recent, of course, being uh, the rescue mission project over behind the men's shelter on Laketon Avenue. Um, it was a great project, worked with great people, a good-sized project, and uh, it, it just was very nice to be involved in because it's helping the community a lot. Yeah. That's what uh, I enjoy seeing things that we've done around the area as we've brought our business back home, so to speak. Um, 
seeing those projects that you can point to and say, you know, it helped with that. Yeah. The community is seeing a big benefit from that too. Meaningful work. Yeah, it is meaningful that's, that's, work. That's what we all hope to do someday, right? Yeah. And then, of course, Barclay Place is a yeah. passion of ours, uh, my wife and myself, and we, we uh, rehabbed uh, an old building there recently that's uh, turned into a lot of fun for us. So. Yeah, it's beautiful there. Yeah. Shameless plug if uh, any companies ever need to host anything <laughs> or anybody's getting married or anything like that, get a hold of Dan and Lisa. They do a phenomenal job at Barclay. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, just hosted our training annual training event there for employees, and yeah. you guys were more than accommodating, and it's just a beautiful facility. So Thank you. Great job on that. So. You have some tenure in your company. A lot of people, what do you think the – X factor is that lends to hold to that loyalty. Well, I kind of laugh because I married <laughs> one of the employees, so you know <laughs> that helps keep. Well, them, other than marrying your employees and making them feel tied to it, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that helps keep them there, obviously. Uh, uh, but I love it. you know, I I, th I think about that. Uh, one of our one of our culture is a huge deal. Um, but being, being the culture of who we are, we care about people. Um, our employees know that they're a big part of our company, that when one of them's sick or gone, uh, because our company is small, it operates more like a family. Mm -hmm. um, and when somebody's gone, it hurts. And we let them, we let them know that so that they feel that mm -hmm. they're important. The other thing that I've always done as an employer is told our people that when they come to interview or get hired, that uh, they can use this as a stepping stone. A lot of our employees stay for eight to 10 years and um, pretty much I'd say 90% of them have gone on to be their own business people. And I'm fine with that because that's what's going to give longevity to our industry. Yeah. Uh, if I'm working with people and helping teach them. Um, of course, uh, most of them are driven like I am, yeah. so to speak. So uh, you can see that as they learn the trades and stuff and learn how to do business that they can able to move out on their own so they know that coming in and i'm fine with that um but we again we care about them so uh, they're not just a number in our company yeah. they're an important part of our company um I, I tell our people in our office that uh we are not the most important people in our company it's those people on the field doing the work yeah and uh that 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 makes me feel good when i can see somebody that I've worked with over the years, they're, they're succeeding yeah. in, in their own business. So, no, and a lot of them come back to work with us, you know, as a sub, yeah. which, which is fun too. So. Well, they know what they're getting into, right? Yeah, they do. They, they know, know who they're guy. dealing with. Yep. yep. No, it's, I think you hit it right on the head. A culture is a, a major important piece. And then the second help people helping people you like to help people yeah and that's kind of how the credit union movement started as well they were just merchants and builders that pooled their money together and uh, that is literally the credit union motto is people helping people um, but having culture in an organization is 
so important. Right. I think I think you do a good job fostering that. I've met oh, some of your employees out at you know random events, um, openings with the business uh, Muskegon Chamber, and you know they they always speak very highly of you prior to even me meeting you. So I appreciate. It seems that. it seems it uh, is trickling through as you planned. <laughs> so that's awesome. Reading a quote on your mm. your website. Any construction company can do the work. It's those who care about the work they do and the people they do it for that makes the difference. Amazing quote. Kind of just touched on it. Uh, I think it really speaks to you as a person and Dale Moore's property, Barclay, et cetera. So overall, great mindset to have in life as well. Can you expand on, I guess, kind of touched on it a little bit, but let's go a little deeper. Let's get a little emotional on this rainy <laughs> Wednesday morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> What what kind of put it in your heart to quote that on your website and put it on writing and, and put it out there to the public? Well, yeah, it's, it's crazy. There, there, I actually end up with a few quotes, uh, um, and two of them are very important. That one that you just stated, and the other one we have is doing the right thing for the right people um, because not every person fits who we should be working for. Not every company fits who we should be working for. Not every person fits who should work for us. Um, but when you do the right thing for the right people, it makes a huge, huge difference. Um, the, the first one, uh, I always, you always see when companies go kind of down in size, a lot of their people end up and fallen into our industry. They can they can put paneling up in a basement, or they can frame in a house. Uh, you know, uh, for the most part. And anybody that forms a construction company can do obviously can do construction work, or they they wouldn't be out there doing it. But the thing that separates is we care about those people that we're doing the work. We are there to move their passion or their dreams forward. We are more servants than we are out there for gaining the financial benefits of what we do, um, such as the rescue mission. Yeah, you know, uh, money wasn't a driving force on that job. It was mm -hmm. what we could do for the people in the community, and that's why that statement is. It's if you care about those people you're doing the work for, if they are the right people to do the work for, yeah. then it, then everything gels. You gel with them throughout the project. I always t told people, um, I like being friends with you now, but the real test is going to be, will you be my friend after the project? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because a lot of things can go awry in a six to eight month project, and uh, you—it's like being married. Yeah, you—you you have to talk it out. You have to work it out. There's a lot of things that come up and down. So, having the right people and doing the right thing for them is hugely important to us. Yeah, that's great. I—I uh, I agree, hundred percent. It's doing the doing the right thing. Community, Muskegon County in general has. You said you've kind of corralled it back to this right. area. It's grown extensively, and 
you know, obviously it makes you feel warm and fuzzy to be out and seeing some projects you're working on. Yeah. Uh, we're, how, like, Muskegon County's changed so much. I lived here 08 to 10, and then we moved away and lived in Grand Rapids for 13 years and then just moved back in July. And downtown is incredible. How is it? How has it been for you as someone who's lived here your whole entire life to see Muskegon flourishing like it is currently? Well, when we when we started business, as far as the commercial side of things, um, you know, nobody really knew who we were as a construction company. We were out all over the country, and nobody knew who Deal Morse was here. But as as things started to grow here and we started to corral and bring our, our company back into this area um, and started, so to speak, being exposed uh, and exposing ourselves to different places, I mean, we've been able to uh, work somewhat in the downtown area, um, although we weren't a big player down there. We did mm -hmm. things like uh, Hennessy's Irish Pub. Okay. We built that, which was which was a fantastic uh, project for us back in the day because it took us back to our passion of cabinets. We actually built their bars and stuff, which was fun. But we're watching now the whole, like everybody else's, the whole venue change of what's happening down here in Muskegon. And obviously being part of it with uh, Barclay Place. Yeah. We've we've started to meet some fantastic people that have some fantastic thoughts and excitement. There's excitement happening again about downtown Muskegon. Yeah. Um, I grew up here, obviously. My father was a worker at Lakey Foundry, okay, uh, which was right downtown and uh, probably one of the dirtiest areas <laughs> because I remember him coming home, his truck full of soot and yeah stuff from the foundry all that has changed i mean uh, those of us who've been here a long time have seen a a lot a lot of change and i get pretty excited every time i come around the the curve to go home because i we live in whitehall work at barclay of course uh and see the ships come in yeah. i think that's just a fantastic cruise ships yeah uh, so it's changing my wife and i talk a lot about um how this this is a, it's a jewel on this side of the state. Muskegon has a lot of potential. And I'm hoping that we as a construction company can be uh, involved in some of that, um, you know, to help Muskegon out and to make some more people's dreams come true. Yeah. Um, and passions be realized. Yeah. So it's just it's exciting to me to be able to be here and point out the things that we've been involved in over the years here. It's, it's really incredible how much it's, it's changed and I'm sure it'll keep continuing to grow. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and like you said, there's like this energy downtown now that probably hasn't been there for, for years. And it's, it's really cool to see. And now that we're downtown right by the farmer's market, uh, you know, one of the second largest farmer's market in Michigan, if I'm not it's mistaken, a great farmers market, and just seeing the people go through and just the variety of vendors, it's it's just really really cool to see. Yeah, the amount of traffic it brings on on Saturdays. And Dan, thank you so much for being here. And again, thank you for taking the time out you of your bet. busy thank day. You. I know you're super busy. It was it was really cool to hear your story. 
and kind of dive deeper into it. I know we've had general conversations, but to sit down with you and, and really hear it, you can you can feel the passion in this in this behind this man's work, and it's it's cool to see. If anyone needs events again, like I said, uh, residential reconstruction, commercial, etc. Deal Morris and Associates, also Barclay Place Event Center. Give them a shout. It's a beautiful, beautiful facility, and I think you'd be more than happy if you went there. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Appreciate you even asking. All right. Take care. You bet.